they're witches, but you know that's implied. Got the storytelling, ego swelling, pillow talking, moonlight walking, sea hags. Welcome to the Sea Hags Podcast. My name is Chris Jeppa. And I'm Katie Nordgren. And we don't have a guest this week. This week, it's just the two of us. I can't believe you did that. Well, you know, you said it. Yeah, I did. I said it, and you made it a reality. You know, sometimes we don't do enough audio engineering. (laughs) Speaking as the audio engineer on this podcast. Audio quotes around that. Audio engineering. Yeah, I do some stuff. Yeah, well, you sure do, but then you just play a YouTube video at the same time as we record. Hey, if Jen Kirkman can do it, so can I. Absolutely. Absolutely. I use her as a measure of behavior all the time. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. We're in trouble. She's mean. She's really mean, but she's great. I love her. Come be on our podcast. Please, Jen. Please. Yeah. So how are you, Chris? Oh, man. You know, it's good. Yeah? Yeah. Things are good, yeah. Yeah, now that you can't talk about anything ever again. Yeah. I can say that um, our former Premier, Christy Clark, resigned from politics altogether on Friday, which was pretty cool. Sit down, bitch. Be humble. Yeah. Well... Yeah. Yeah. So that is really nice. I don't know what's going to happen next, and I cannot speculate, however. No, but... Things are pretty good. You're and like, speculating with your eyes right now. The person now. is not the party, so there's obviously stuff that needs to happen, but she was just a very not very good person. Yep. She was very impressive. Mm-hmm. She definitely had superpower. She was very media savvy, but she used them for evil instead of good, and so yes. I just can't truck with that. We cannot condone mm-hmm. Christy Clark. Yeah. So, but I didn't realize, like, I've been very stressed... For a little while, because things are still uncertain with mm-hmm. my own future, mm-hmm. until I went to acupuncture on Wednesday, and I hadn't gone for a while, and I forgot how much of that is my, like, bougie white lady self-care, <laughs> but, like, literally the woman, like, put a pin right in my, like, in my leg, which Just is, like, an emotional release point, which mm-hmm. I'm like, acupuncture, whatever, it's fine. She's like, here's an emotional release point. She's like, punk. And I'm like, <laughs> just like ugly cried for 10 minutes. Oh, wow. And then passed out cold and slept for like half an hour in a chair. Wow. And I woke up feeling great. And I've been great ever since. Wow. So like. Magic. Sit and spin on that. Sit and fucking spin on that, basically. <laughs> who who are you instructing to sit and spin? Oh, whoever wants to. I mean, it's summer. Yeah, like, t- live your best life in the summer. Yeah, we're feeling the summertime heat. <laughs> I was gonna say thirst. In the summertime, <laughs> spit and spin on a thing. <laughs> I don't know, man. Oh no, they're singing. It's just the two of them. Yeah, so it's they're... just the two. There's no one to stop us. Mm. We haven't done it just the two don't of us since... stop me. No, okay. Don't stop me now. We haven't done it just the two of us since the election. Which uh, is so weird to think that it's like, oh, so it's the end of July, yeah. and we haven't actually done a, like a just since the beginning of May, and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, normally we really pad it out with these. I know. Have we been actually pretty good at like scheduling people? I guess. Yeah. You, in particular, have Thank been. You. I almost got Jane Stanton, local comedian and, and sweetheart Jane mm-hmm. Stanton, lover of Hawkins Cheesies, but we'll get her another time. Uh, yeah, yeah, just hard to coordinate with... Comedians in the summer in particular, yeah. and apparently everybody. Yeah, we had a last-minute cancellation, so we decided to just do the thing anyway. Mm-hmm. More is... a ghosting than a cancellation, but... Yeah! Don't well, ghost us! Yeah, so whatever. They might still be on the show, so we're I don't gonna, want to yeah, shit talk too No, hard, we're going to but... write nasty things about you in bathroom stalls. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, Regina George is a total biatch. And Katie Norgren is a, oh, <laughs> is a huge type. I, we've talked about that before yeah. on the podcast. I mean, it's like my favorite story of all time. Because you found it. I'm, I assume you wrote it. No. No, because you know how to spell my last name. Yeah. That's just still the funniest thing to me is why, is finding out that someone wrote Katie Norgren is a huge dyke on the wall at Richards on Richards. It was a prophecy and then it became true. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like increasingly true. Whoever wrote it is fucking like Merlin or Ursula the Sea Witch on two legs. Nostrad. Douchemus. <laughs> Nostrad dumbass. <laughs> you like that? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to say hi to a whole bunch of people that okay. have suddenly come out of, not by name, but just a bunch of people have come out of the woodwork lately being like, I just downloaded your whole back catalog and I've Jesus. been catching up and you guys are lovely and whatever. Ooh. So hi, friends. Anyone I know? Yeah. Oh. And also some that you don't know. Well, you know, a stranger's just a friend you haven't met yet. Yeah. And or someone you can rope into listening to your podcast. But they, you know, they just were like, I've been trying to get some cleaning done, so I've been listening to all the back episodes. Mm. I went on a big long road trip, so I wanted to listen to like all nice. of your archive and just like, it's nice. So now we have friends out there in the great wide world. Yeah, I um I don't always listen to our episodes, but I listened to our Maddie one that was very recent, and I realized the ending is so lewd, and I did not even really experience it at the time as being as rude as it was. So I was like, holy shit, she let this go to print. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, I definitely We're found out. I definitely found out that some other people that I really would rather not be listening to the podcast know about it, and maybe will start listening to it. What do you but do? What can you do? What can you do? My parents listen to it sometimes, mm-hmm. so hopefully, uh, not your parents are way ones. cooler than some of these other folks that I. Uh... Yes, yeah. they are in yeah. general. They are in uh, the Netherlands right now, I think, mm-hmm. or in Belgium or some one of those little lowlandy areas. They're riding a bicycle alongside the river. Oh, I, I mean, weird. they're probably asleep right now, actually, if we're talking about how time works. So pedantic, Katie. Yes. <laughs> I just like to be accurate, Chris. <laughs> well, ac- well, actually. <laughs> well, actually. I'm sorry, that was mean, and that killed the conversational spirit. It's okay, you're just very mean. I no-ended you. For <laughs> no but. Yeah. Oh, well. No so buts. Oh, well, that is certainly untrue, because it's summertime, and there's butts everywhere. Uh, Welcome to Butt Watch 2017. (laughs) Saw some really killer butts recently. Brought to you by Big Frida. (laughs) Ass everywhere. Ass, ass everywhere. Brought to you by Big Frida, and in association with Major Lazer. (laughs) Bubble butt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, good butt songs of the last five years. I've just been really feeling good, like, in the summer. I, like, sat next to the pool... Just a beautiful outdoor pool that is a public pool, and it was full of children for, like, a bit. And, yeah. But and they were all cute, and I was like, I can't begrudge, like... Children in a pool in the summer? Children playing in a pool in the summertime on, like, a Friday afternoon. You're like, like, get out of here! I just want to read my book quietly, like an old lady. And, uh... <laughs> you should have old people pools! Only. Yeah. I guess they have times, but it's, like, 8.30 in the morning, usually. <laughs> But it was just, once, uh, like, baby dinner time hit, it was just, like, super <laughs> quiet, and so I just, like, floated around, and then I just, like, sat in my bikini, just, like, in the sun for a really long time, and just, like, made eyes at all the cute lesbians that walked by. Nice, 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 it was, nice. It was great. I'm in, so like, good. the most terrible flirty mood lately. Like, just, it's great, but I'm also just being kind of loose with everyone, and I'm sure they're all, like... Oh, keep it in your pants or something I like that. I always check in with friends because I often have times where I'll just like I'll really just like go off Turn the deep it end on. and just yeah, and then I'll have to like text them the next day like, 
hey, I'm sorry if I was inappropriate. I just think you're a sweetie. And they'll always be like, no, I think it's great. It's I felt awesome. It made me feel real good. Fills up the old confidence tank. You yeah, know? exactly. Because yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to do anything to your body unless you want to. Unless you want to. But just, I just want you to know that you're a very handsome person. It's just a gesturing wildly as if that's useful here. Yeah. It so it's is. great. That's what summertime's for, and that's what friends are for. It is. It is. I'm looking forward to putting my body back into the cryo sleep for the winter. <laughs> I was actually looking at clothes, and I was like, oh, yeah, I love fall outfits. I can't wait for fall I outfits. love fall. I fucking hate the winter, you know? Like, yep. fall, spring, that's... I love a light jacket. Like, I just... <laughs> I look great in scarves and jackets. What can I say? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm an autumn in general. But, uh, yeah, yeah, the, the summer, I love the summer, but it's so goddamn hot that yeah. it's just very hard to enjoy things, like driving. I, I hit really bad traffic just driving here today, and, uh, because traffic, because it's summer, because everybody's like, where's the beach? <laughs> or like, ah, outside, or something. So it was just really, really nuts getting here, and, uh, my arm was just cooking in the window. Oh, just yeah, like you gotta burning. put on one side of sunscreen. Oh, I, I put I have so much sunscreen on. I really, I will always do. That's why I don't have a burn yet this year. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's just, I'm not built for this. I don't think any of us are. Nobody expects it's supposed to be like 36 degrees in Maple Ridge on Wednesday. Shit. Yeah. Good thing Maple Ridge, we don't have to go there. <laughs> yeah, I have some friends who live there, so I feel bad for them, but yes. I also won't be there, so <laughs> bonus. Yes. And I'm like, can I just not go to work if it hits 35? Like, is that a reason to just not go? Because it feels like it should be. Well, you know, when it's so hot, you lose your motor. It's very, like, you can do stuff in the summer, but it should just be, like, lazing about and whatever. Yeah. Like, that's what summertime, that's why there's summer vacation, because you can't get shit done in the summer. Just, like, wait till September, we'll do the work, it's fine. Oh my god, yeah, I can't get anything done. I've been, uh, babying my back, because it's all messed up. I've got my butt zapper here. You bought your own TENS machine. I bought my own TENS machine, I brought it with me, it's in its own carrying case. I was joking with, with you early up top that I should just, like, carry it around handcuffed to my way, to my wrist. <laughs> so some people think it's really exciting, and then I take out this weird device and then suction cup it to my butt. <laughs> Like, this is very important work I'm doing. God, it's like you're some kind of experimental test subject. Yeah, it's like, I, I'm sorry, I turn to, I turn to, into a pumpkin if I don't zap my butt all the time. It's like you're on, you're, it's like crank. Yes, it's where like crank to, with Jason Statham. electric shock your heart, but it's like yeah. I have to electric shock my butt, because yeah. that's really where my heart is. Yeah, my home is where the butt is. Heart is where the butt is? I don't know, but basically I'm Jason Statham. I think we've established that like well a into our pod- time a long time ago, ago that I'm a I'm a rough and tumbled Britishman. Yeah. Who can drive a car real fast. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. don't. Or don't. <laughs> drive a car fast or fucking don't. It's up to you. <laughs> but don't drive it too slow if I'm also driving. Yeah. Oh, These are the wisdom of life. How have you been? Really good, actually. <laughs> yeah. I got to talk a bit about the uh, the Portland Queer Comedy Festival still, last time. Are you still enjoying basking in the afterglow of that shit? Yeah. Honestly, yeah. It's like the most legit I felt in a long time. Even enough, even at the same time being able to go like, this is a special like summer camp-like moment. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't reflect the reality of every day. But that's what festivals and camp and all that kind of stuff is for, yeah. is to just have those kind and, of And, you know, you were thinking about quitting comedy at one point, like, recently-ish. But now you're... Too legit to quit. Oh, yeah, there's no it's way real. I'm quitting. I, if I say that I'm going to, I'm lying. Um, I might pull back at times, but I think that it's a, a permanent affliction Uh-oh. at this point. you caught um, it. I caught it, yeah. I don't I don't look at it as, like, a career move, because there's no money in it in Canada, but it's really, like, I just really love the community when I 
fucking hate it. I still <laughs> love that I'm part of one. Yay. It's very exciting. Like one um, Alex Sparling, who is a local comic who has a glass eye, recently lost his eye and went looking for it while swimming, and then someone stole his backpack that oh. had like all of his life in it, basically. And so everybody was like, oh my god, set up a GoFundMe. Like, they, like just everybody descended and was like, we'll help you, we'll loan you money, we'll, like, get you... How much does an eye cost? You know, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I don't know if he got his eye back, but he did get the bag back. So oh, it was just like, okay. everybody immediately was just like, how can we help, right? That's Even though we're all fucking assholes. And it's like, you're ugly and you're stupid and you're not funny, but, oh, something went wrong, we'll rally behind you a hundred thousand percent. Oh, that's so nice. So that's a nice thing. It's also, like, still processing that, coming back here here where everybody is a little prickly because Vancouver just is like we're aloof we're prickly it's we want to connect with people but we also don't want to put ourselves out there at all Mm -hmm. so and we don't want to let other people get in on the first try either because we want them to want it I think yeah this is my feeling on it but like I talked to uh, again local comic Gavin Matz uh, about this on Wednesday night I on Thursday night and uh, he's like I don't really like Portland because it's everybody there is fake woke I was like that's fair that's a fair assessment I mean I'm sure some people there are very legitimately woke but uh, <laughs> but that performative wokeness is really popular that's why I do so well there because that's me <laughs> so like having that two second encounter with Gavin I was like mm, I don't like being able to be seen this easily <laughs> I felt very, very looked upon. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, stop that, please. <laughs> stop that, young man. I don't appreciate it. Stop being it. so incisive. You stop being so incisive. You're too young to know things. It's like, I'm reading, again, those, like, sexy, sexy, like, fantasy books. Yeah. Um, As you must. And it's like, one of them has sort of, like, a power because he's, like, descended from a god that can, like, punish people but with compassion kind of thing. But it's like, the trick through their bloodline is that they can see the fault lines in everybody so they know exactly where to poke you where it hurts the most, you know? Oh, God. And it's up to them whether they choose to use it for good or evil kind of thing. Yikes. Could they also figure out what is the most pleasure? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Those things are always two sides of the same coin. Yeah. That's the whole metaphorical writing part, I suppose. (laughs) (laughs) I read one of those Rome books. Yeah! It was good. It was slow to get into. Yeah, I felt that about that book as well. Like, I read the first 30 pages of it. It's four chicks named Cornelia, so that's hard to keep... It's honestly, the first 40 pages, you're like, ugh, and then it starts getting going. And then then the next three books are great. Oh, shit. Oh shit! The machinations of this one woman, like, yeah, like got a whole there's bunch a, of emperors killed. There's quite a sudden shift in the tone as the book is clipping along. So yeah. it's like, oh, oh, oh no, oh okay, uh, and then the following three are much more exciting. I find because nice. it just keeps following the thread, and there's fewer, you know, Cornelius as you go along. So <laughs> I loved it. I thought it was really good. Yeah, so I'm glad so you're reading. Them. I've got more in the library. Love that library. Thanks, VPL. Interlibrary loans are the shit. Libraries are great. And basically just summertime, I've just been devouring books. I've been not on my computer at all because I, like, I'm on computer. I'm on computer. I work all the time. I'm on computer. Yeah, so I'm, I just, like, don't use my computer at home anymore except for podcasts. Nice. Good for you. And uh, just read books. And, yeah, I, like, ride my bike down to the pool and just, like, sit by the pool and read. I'll, like, jump in. Hell yeah. Swim around, bake in the sun. No one's going to steal a library book, so you can just kind of, like, let yeah, it chill there. exactly. Hell and then yeah. I just, like, I get too warm, and then I swim for some more, and then I come back out and stay for, like, three man. hours. It's fucking it's awesome. life. And I... now I have, like... Oh, you... oh, no, go ahead. I was going to change the topic a little okay, bit. Okay, and so now? Had something. No, and now? Okay, um, on... I'm taking a couple days off because our Ooh. good friend Harpist Calvin is coming back to town. Yes. And so I'm taking off 
Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday from work. Nice. And we're going to play a show on Tuesday, which is the 1st of August at Lana Luz, which I've plugged before. But I'm like, I'm trying to figure out all the ways to like hostess him in a good way. Yes. And so I'm just like, ah, well, we need to go to the beach and I want him to play harp at the beach. So I'm like, we have to practice for our gig. So let's bring harp to third beach on Monday. Right on. And then I have a band practice. So I'm going to make him up a little map of all the breweries in the neighborhood so that he can go to all the different breweries while we have band practice. Cute. And then like Tuesday, we'll just kind of like linger and probably go to the pool and then play our show, and then Wednesday, Rec Beach for Sunset action. Oh, yeah. And I, like, proposed that itinerary to a couple other friends, and they were all just like, ah, the, those were the best series of texts I've ever gotten. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. I'm so, so happy I'm to hear that. So I'm just going to have a bunch of beach time and just really chill the fuck out. That's so funny, because I don't have anything until Thursday next week, and then I have, like, two shows back-to-back, so I'm just like, fuck, this week is so already intimidating me. Ah. <laughs> I was like, I just got to chill and just deal with it, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I ended up... I did... Uh, I, I was finally a guest on another podcast last Ooh. week. I did uh, Retail Nightmares. Oh, fan favorite. Fan favorite, Retail Nightmares with Alicia Tobin and Jessica Delisle. The sweetest people. And Hank the dog, Aww. who was there. I accidentally touched his dick. Don't <laughs> <laughs> uh, touch uh, dog's dick. Well, it wasn't on purpose. Alicia was just like, oh, Katie, if you can, can you just like pick him up and put him down from the couch? And so I picked him up and I was like, I'm touching his dog penis right now. And she's like, yeah, you get used to that after a while. I was like, I suppose you would, <laughs> probably. So that was a good start to the pod. Yikes. It was really fun. I think, I'm pretty sure I was asked last minute to replace somebody who bailed. Great. We know how that do. You know what? <laughs> we know how that do. And also... I love, that's my in, and every time, it's, it's just like, oh my god, somebody's not available, can you do this? Yes! And then I show up, people are like, you're good, we'll ask you back first next time. Yeah. So, I'm like, yes, show up, do well, I'm like a teacher on call or something, but a really good one that's not gonna be forced to cut their ponytail off or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> call back <laughs> to an ancient episode. Yes, oh my god. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah, so it was, that was really cool, and then I just popped into Jokes Please right after and got a spot. And they were just like, you want a spot? I didn't even ask for one. I was, just like, I was like, yeah, yes I do. Fucking A. Thank you. That sounds really great. Yep. Yeah, and there's one girl in the front row who was just the most generous laugher of all time, and I loved her very much, and she just about went to paroxysms over my Jeff Goldblum jizz joke. <laughs> so, it was pretty good. It's pretty good. I had a really fun time. So, Are you going to do any time at your Big Rock show? I don't know. Okay. I'm not sure. Um, it depends on how many people show up. I think yeah. if it's really lively, maybe, and if not, then we'll just fucking power through, you okay. know? Yeah. I'm going to try to come. Cool. But yeah, I'm doing, uh, on Thursday, I guess I could plug this at the end, but on Thursday I'm doing uh one hitter quitter again and oh. I haven't done it in forever. So I'm going to do that again. I really want to like see if I can get like, I don't expect to win. So even if I just get a few people to come, that's great. If I don't, whatever. They're like, it's a bringer show. I'm like, Sure it is. <laughs> I'll try to bring some people, but no promises. Yeah, I'm not here for winning the prize. I'm here for... I didn't come here to win. I came here to make friends. Uh, <laughs> it would also be pretty sweet to win. I would like to win. That would be nice. And then Friday, I have a gay show that I'm doing at Yuck Yucks. It's a pride show at 10.30 p.m., which is real gay hours. Mm-hmm. That's when we get going, don't you know? As a... I don't know. Most of the queer people I know are sleepy. <laughs> yeah, most of the queer, like, especially like, queer women and queer non-binary people I know like to go to bed by midnight. Yeah. So I'm just like, I gotta power through. It's gonna be okay. Yeah, there'll be, like, drag and a DJ and, and possibly burlesque and some comedy. So Fun. should be good. I'm gonna tell vagina jokes as usual. <laughs> 
Apparently that lady parts justice show went really great. I'm glad to hear it. That was just like, it was all vagina jokes all the time. Sweet. So take that. Sweet, wonderful Sarah Schaefer, who I adore very much, yeah. was organizing that. So great job, Sarah. We'll get her on one day. Mm-hmm. Maybe. We'll see. We're working and we're coming into our second year. Yep. You know, we're going to get some next level shit going. Yep. You know me. I'm going to be hustling. You got that hustle. I keep an eye on certain folks and I just try to figure out when they're in town and then I will hit them up. Like, hey, 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 come on. Not to be creepy, but I see on your Instagram that you said flying to YVR. What you doing? What's up? Hey, hey, you busy? But yes. Is- How busy? <laughs> you can spare an hour for your old pals, Chris and Katie. I don't know you. Yeah, but you will. You're a, you're fucking about to. Tell you what. Oh, I don't know. I made it so threatening. Hmm. Summertime. Living I just, I just, like, I had all this energy when you first came in, and now the really delicious food that I made is, like, settled into my tummy. And now you're ready for a nap? I yeah, kind of am. I was supposed to... I was going to be very, oh, I was going to be so ambitious today, and I'm not doing anything. Like, what I was gonna, were you planning to do? Well, I was going to go to the gym, but as I told you earlier, I, I, you know, I've been doing a lot of, like, therapy for my back and stuff like that, because it's kind of messed up, and I finally went and got reassessed at my gym, and they're like, your butt, like, straight up doesn't work. Like, the muscles in my butt, she's like, Oh no, but Katie, we said you had a butt that didn't quit, but it did! My butt died a while ago, it didn't just quit, it died. Oh, it doesn't no. do anything! So, Aww, so it like, just look good, I guess. It looks so good. And I mean, like, it, the glutes themselves work, but, the, like, the big glute, and then there's little glutes, and mm. then there's, like, little internal muscles and hip rotators and hip flexors and stuff like that. So all of those are just, like, all the time. And it's, like, my thighs and my lower back that do all the work, so that's why everything got pulled out of place. So, uh, one of the things I have to do is to tie a belt around my hips very tightly and, like, pull it tight and just hold it for, like, a minute. So it's, like, I have to, like, choke out my hip bones. (laughs) I have to, like, autoerotically asphyxiate it. Which is just, like, two on the nose of that joke that I was trying to make work, but that never actually worked. (laughs) It's, like... It doesn't work to produce the, the sensation that that joke talked oh, about, no. which was to say that my vagina fell asleep once on the SkyTrain, and I've been trying to replicate it ever since. <laughs> so you'd think tying a belt around your lower body would work. You'd think, but uh, apparently you can't just always go the David Carradine route. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> okay. But it's almost like your body's just so loose that it's just like it's falling, it's spreading apart in all directions. You yeah, to, and like, I have to like, tie yourself this in. Is, this is true. I have hypermobility in my joints. I don't have hypermobility syndrome, I don't think. If I do, it's very mild. Uh, but I just have very loose ligaments and, and joints and things, so I have to like be really yeah, careful and cautious. Yeah, you loosen the knees. I'm loosey-goosey. But, yeah. Them. Rude. <laughs> so rude. The rudest dude right now. <laughs> so I went and did that, and that was like, that was a cool thing. Um, but I was like, oh, I'm kind of sore. I don't really want to go and do any exercise right now, just because like anything kind of irritates it. But it was a very solid justification because I could have just gone and like rolled all my muscles and like done releases and like done some light things well, I mean, to get myself good. moving, which sounds really nice. But I didn't do that. What I did was eat two pretzel bagels <laughs> from Trader Joe's. And they were so good. And I hope by the time that this is released, I've eaten them all in secret and Tessa does not get even one of them. <laughs> I'm I'm laying it out there right now. She I am listen to this. N- no, but she's going to listen to it later and be like, Katie, you bitch. But I've hidden them behind the frozen vegetables in the freezer. <laughs> it's so good. 
They're like a dollar ninety nine for a bag of six. Trader Joe's, why don't you exist up here? <laughs> I'm so upset. I got a tube that's just labeled umami. I don't even know what's in it. It's just a tube full of paste that says umami on it. I was like, ooh, mommy. <laughs> I'll put that in something. Have you used it yet? No! I'm just gonna, like... Is this an MSG paste? You know what? It's probably MSG paste, or it's probably just fucking Vegemite or something. Like, mm-hmm. ugh. I'm just so suggestible. But yeah, those pretzel bagels. I had two of them for breakfast and oh didn't go God. to the gym, so... Yeah, I'm working on my summer body for sure. Hey, your summer body seems pretty happy right now. Oh, my summer body is languid. (laughs) (laughs) My summer body is soft and malleable. That's perfect for summer. You just spread out like warm butter. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like that. Did you see that picture of that little rubber duck that melted on a dashboard in Texas? Oh, shit. It was like a jelly rubber duck. It was a before and after, and the after was incredibly sad. It was just a green puddle with eyes. And a, like a beak. <laughs> Mother, please. <laughs> Should we take a quick break? Yeah. And we're back. Hello. Hello. We didn't. We didn't go anywhere. Oh no! The oh, you wrecked the theater. I of did the, mind. the theater of the mind. It's gone. It's gone. We're just trying to figure out how to sort this out. No. <laughs> oh, I'm peeling back the curtain. No. Stop it, Katie. We just got so hot and melty that we had to like stop and regroup a little bit. Yeah. Which is totally We're just, fair. We just sort of without someone here to anchor us in a story or a narrative, it can be a little bit difficult to come up with shit because we really do talk pretty much all the time. Yeah. So it's like, well, what did we already talk about? I know, but it's like all the stuff that I talked about to you, I can't say on the podcast. Yes, well, I guess that's it. Yeah, yeah. you're muzzled now. I'm so muzzled, so this does not bode well for the future. Oh, we do two more episodes and we eat shit. (laughs) Having guests with other stuff to say is fine, but it's it's like... It's always a good thing. I've I've talked to you about the things that I can talk about, but Mm -hmm. I haven't even talked to you about some things. Like, I have to keep major secrets from you now, (gasps) and it really sucks. It's fine. Just, like, some internal workings of shit. So I just, I'm going to torment all of our listeners by, like, what's actually happening and going on? And but you, you have all the inside information. You can't tell us anything. Nothing. And, yeah, nothing. it pains me to keep secrets from you, Katie, but I just gotta. Thankfully, it's about provincial politics. So, so you don't I actually don't, give a shit? I care, but it's not interesting. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I care a lot, but it's not hot, sexy gossip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I told you my hot, sexy gossip from this week already. Did you have hot, sexy gossip? Did you tell me with your eyes what was it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> she told me with her eyes, everybody. <laughs> and now I know what it was. Yeah, so, you know. Yeah, and we're not going to tell, we're not going to tell podcast I know, so that just, like, it kind of, when you're thinking about putting yourself out there, like, I'm just not being very brave or vulnerable, but that's... You can't. You've got, like, NDA stuff to yeah, deal with, exactly. basically, and I don't, but I'm not terribly interesting is the problem, because I'm a chicken shit. And we're both very housebound. We were talking about this the oh, other day, yeah. where it's just like... Man, I've just got the evening free. Um, my partner had a like a surprise band practice that I guess he'd made plans with people. Mm-hmm. That funk band that you often hear playing in the background mm-hmm. of these shows, they just showed up in our yard, and I was like, "Do we have? Is there a band practice tonight?" I thought we were gonna make dinner, and Ed's like, "Ah, uh, oh yeah, I guess I uh, I forgot." Whoops, a doodle. <laughs> so we had dinner at ten thirty last night. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Right on. I had a snack. It was fine. They're gonna say you had a snake. I was like, weird. No, <laughs> I've discovered smoked paprika. That's, Ooh, that's do you Just bless like, the rains down in paprika? No, oh, fuck off. <laughs> but putting that in my marinade is delicious. So we grilled zucchini with like marinated and like smoked paprika with nice. goat cheese on top, and it was delicious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I don't like zucchini, but, but anyway, else like, in that is good. I basically had the, the evening suddenly free, where it was like, oh, we were going to have dinner and then maybe watch some TV, but band practice is happening. So I'm yep. like, I could go out. I could go do something. I know of, like, five things that are happening right now, and I'm like, nope, no, got to finish this book, because that's the most important thing, and it's not like it's not, like, going anywhere. <laughs> I just... I just am lazy right now. Like, I just don't feel like doing anything, and I don't... But I don't feel, like, depressed or guilty about it, which I often do at other times of the year. I feel like I should, maybe, but at the same time, I'm just kind of enjoying being a Mm dirtbag. It keeps coming back to this of, like, the celebration of being a lady Mm dirtbag, but I love it. I really do. I like this sort of, like, oh, I woke up. Whoops, I smoked some weed. (laughs) Whoops, I'm reading a book in bed again. Whoops, I didn't go out at all today. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, that's that's lazy and terrible. I'm like, no, I'm kind of filling the tank, though, for the rest of the year. Yep. I feel like a little kid on summer vacation, kind of. Like, I just want to be a little shithead so that when I have to be a grown-up again very soon, maybe I'll have, like, a little bit of extra, like, softness laid down Mm -hmm. to sort of deal with that. So that's that's at least how I'm choosing to frame it. You're untangling a whole bunch of knots and stuff like that before you get Again, like. Yeah, and it's not like I'm not doing anything. Like I've I've done I I'm trying to think of how many times I've gone up and done stand up this month, and I think it's like twelve or fourteen. Yeah, 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 it's been more than usual. So it's like, hey, it's almost like relaxing and not pushing yourself too hard leaves you room for creativity, exactly. And creative expression, and uh, we're almost done the third draft of Ghost House. Uh, my my writing partner, um, I'm, I honestly don't know how to pronounce his last name, which is terrible because we've been friends for like two years, mm-hmm. but it was spelled B O O S. And I was like, is that like boo or boo? And she's like, I think it's like both. I was like, so okay. he doesn't even know how to pronounce it. No! So you're, you're good. Yeah, I'm good. It's just like a Dutch <laughs> name with extra vowels in it or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. J.R. Bohus. Katya will tell us. For sure. I, I think she already did. <laughs> I feel like she already did and we've already talked about this because I've been working on this project for a while. But uh, I think his, if, if you want to look up his shit, I think the website is corgi-creative.com. Cute. Because he loves his dog. Which is a corgi. Okay. There you go. It's like this is the whole story. <laughs> but yeah, we've uh, Jordan like rewrote my draft and didn't take out like a lot of the stuff that I really liked. Like a lot of that stayed in, but the stuff I wasn't sure about, he changed. Like yeah, it sounds a, like a really very really good, good like synergy. Totally, and we're just we're just back and forthing with a Google Doc, and, and it's just like. Uh, he'll be like, well, I like to do it this way. I'm like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Let's do it that way. I'm like, mm, I don't, I feel kind of weird about this one. He's like, I sort of like that it's weird, you know? So there's like a really good conversation about it and I'm really liking the project. And, uh, and it was kind of interesting. Like I just was feeling really awkward about, cause I'm going to, we're going to pitch it very soon to the person we want to star in it. Mm-hmm. But I felt awkward about it because I had just put in like the actual performer names as the character names. And I didn't realize that that was making me feel so weird. I was like, I feel kind of awkward. Like we're putting too much pressure. And, uh, Jordan was like, why don't we just change the names? Oh, nice. I was like, is that going to be easy? He's like, let's literally find and replace. Like it's (laughs) fine. So we've renamed the characters like tentatively Ingrid and Ben. So that's what we're looking at. And yeah, it's really coming along and it's very silly and funny and a little bit dark. And yeah, I, I think that it's it's something that's actually feasible to make now. That's so I started, cool. And now I'm, of course, terrified of actually making something and then putting it in the world and letting people see it and having people go, you tried, but it's not what we wanted or something like that. Aww. It's like, oh, it's not really that good. And I'll be like, okay, bye forever. I'm going to just drown. <laughs> it's a really good concept because like, the additional episodes that have yet to be written, but yeah. I know the idea of like yeah. how they're going to be structured a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... 
already I'm just like having even more ideas of like, ooh, this person, Give that person. Give me ideas. Yeah, I love so... ideas. So I'm psyched about it. I just like gave the very, very loosest description to uh, Alicia and um, uh, and Jessica on Retail Nightmares. So they're like, that sounds really cool. Like, I love the name of it. Just like Ghost House. Yeah. It's just so silly. Like it's a dumb little title and I like it. So. And it's going to be a web series? I mean, ideally, yeah. yeah. I mean, or realistically, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'd put it on TV if the CBC would well, give me yeah, money, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they will not, most likely. Although, like, we want to film the pilot and then pitch it Ooh. to, uh, like, either to a uh, Canadian channel or to, like, Story Hive or to mm-hmm. any number of, like, I think Shirk does some grants or something. Not Shirk, but I think, uh, you know, there's there's Arts grants yeah. and stuff, so... Cool. Who knows? We need that we'll sweet, sweet CanCon. We really, really do. And, like, do. that's something that I was talking to fuck somebody the other day, and it was, was Talking just like, to fuck. And it was just like, we forget about Canada that sometimes you can just get a grant to do art. Yeah. Because we need more Canadian yeah. content to be competitive, like, especially being dominated by American media. Like, we need that CanCon. Oh, yeah. So, like, it's hard because often you need to be already established to get money to make more things, which yep. is frustrating. But if you can tie on to some folks that have mm-hmm. some success, it can kind of help Yeah, work. Like, not to be like, oh, I'm going to use this, but it's like, it is. Like, you mm-hmm. make connections and you're able to, to build something new off of someone else's yeah. body of work. And it can kind of grow into its own thing. And then it gives you legitimacy to then mm-hmm. get more to make more. Yeah, exactly. I really want a touring grant. Like, they'll give you money to go tour in Europe. And it's like, how does that benefit Canada? It's like, it's spreading Canadian culture. <laughs> Okay. Okay, sure. Give me money to go to Europe Give with me. my band, please. Give it me now. Thank I had you. a I had a like a real hardcore not even fantasy, just like I said to my drummer, like, I want to do this. Would you be willing to do this with like take two months off of your job mm-hmm. and our keyboard player is moving to Norway, so let's just like go to Norway and get him and then tour around Scandinavia. I've got people, I've got people in Holland, I've got people in Germany. I got people in I the got family, U- I've got I people suppose. in the UK, right? Yeah. So like we could do two months of like a little bit of Western Europe and then like a lot of UK stuff yeah. with our band. And it's fucking doable. Yeah. So let's do would you be willing to do that with me? And they're just like, oh what? Yes. <laughs> like, and so just my sheer force of will sometimes can convince. That's how people you do things with sheer force of will. I love and I mean like fantasy fantasy island stuff is fun, like to be like, well, if we could do whatever we wanted within the realm of relative possibility, mm-hmm. what would that look like? And, and like, then realizing like you could kinda do like, that. I I have done that. Yeah. You know, I took my band to Berlin just for five days, but we just booked shows. Mm-hmm. They were just like Cafes and coffee shops and restaurants and whatever, but they were all really good shows. Yeah. Yeah, you had a great time on that trip. You just do. And now, like, my network's grown even more that, like, Mm -hmm. I can actually do, like, an extended version of that. You could. Going to different cities and stuff. And it just works. My problem is that it's hard to travel with the instrument that I play. I need, like, a different cello. So, like, I really want to get an electric cello that I can not Mm. worry about bashing up. Yeah. You know? Totally. So... It's our harp player friend again. He said that he got a travel harp now, and it's fiberglass, and so he can actually bring it with him. Nice. Yeah, so I guess we'll talk about all of that next week. Cool. Um, I hope we can get him on here. He said yes. For Tuesday? Monday. Monday. All right, well, we'll be back on Monday, (laughs) I guess, to do this. But yeah, no, I love the... uh, It's making me think about our fantasy, our fantasy Costco, our fantasy apartment. Yes, we went for dinner before Jackie-cation, and we just started daydreaming about, like... This is not the initiation of this daydream. It is a continuation of many years. Yes, but to think about, could we have an apartment together, just a studio that, like, 
neither of us live in, but it's just like our... pied terre Yeah, right? So it's like, have it in like a different part of the city that we live in. It's like, I always daydream that it's in Gastown, mm-hmm. so that it's like downtown, and it's like a studio that's kind of like a brick, like yep. industrially yep. kind of thing, right? With yep. lots of glass windows, but it's like, it's small. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have to be like a big apartment. No. But it's got a fucking tricked out as fuck kitchen, because, and then a big long dining table so that we can have... Fancy dinner parties. Fancy dinner parties. But we could use that as the podcast studio. Uh-huh. I could use it as a practice space. Uh-huh. We could let friends that are visiting from out of town use it. We mm-hmm. could Airbnb it every once in a while if yep. we needed to, like... Help pay the mortgage. Yeah, or we could throw events or parties there to also help with bills. Ooh, yeah. Which, like, we've got friends that are chefs and are interesting people that could have, like, a pop-up restaurant, but in our fancy apartment, you know? Yeah. like. There's lots of different things, or like even touring comics or touring musicians that we know, we could be like, we actually have a place that you can stay, that's your yep. own place, mm-hmm. but you have to be on our podcast or something like that. Yep. You know? So I just, it would be really nice. I still don't have like really a room of my own in my house, so it would be really nice to have like my own space. Everyone needs but, a like, room of one's own. But like our space, you mm-hmm. know, just to, so that it's not just one person shouldering the rent. But like even in... Vancouver, I just saw a 220-square-foot apartment. It's an SRO in the old Metropole Hotel for $1,400 a month. Saw the same man. It's so gross. It's disgusting. I cannot pay that in addition to my other rent. Like, that's not possible. No, it's, like, more than your rent. Yeah. Yeah. That's ridiculous. And that's not really a big enough space. Like, It doesn't even have a bathroom. It's... It's an SRO with the bathroom down the hall. And they, they market it to... You're giving me just the glaringest glare, like... You don't even have your own toilet. No. What's the point? I know. It's... They say for students... So they're basically gouging international students. That's dreadful. That are going to Vancouver Film School or any of the language schools downtown. Like, I knew a friend who lived basically in sort of like a higher-end SRO in the... In the... In Gastown, uh, and was paying like $600 a month for a place that didn't have a bathroom. But, you know, it did have bed bugs. Mm-hmm. It's just so terrible what we are making people live through in order to live in a house or an apartment or yeah. just not die. Yeah. It's pathetic. It makes me very angry. Yeah. And so, like, the thing that pisses me off is there's, like, a lot of student housing that, like, hasn't been able to be built. Yeah. Because of some arcane rules and government strictures or whatever. And it's like, hey, if UBC could actually, instead of just selling all their land off for condos for other people that don't even go there, you don't even go here. He doesn't even go here. Like, they just want to live at UBC, but it's like, if they could make that into student housing instead, then students wouldn't have to live in jacked-up SROs, and, like, people that are actually poor could, like, live in smaller, more affordable apartments. It's just, like, this, yeah, you're stealing, you're it's stealing so it. so ridiculous. <laughs> like, like I, I've had all of these impulses recently, because, like... Very, very privileged. We we bought a place because we were kind of desperate to have something that wouldn't be ripped out from under us. Mm-hmm. Um, just because rent, renting is so insta- unstable, even if you're renting from a really cool landlord who likes you, which we were, right? They just like, well, we kind of want to sell this additional property now because like, the market's gone up so much. Mm-hmm. And so that's something that occurs to me sometimes because our, our place has gone up in value by a lot since we bought it. And I'm just like, let's fucking sell it and move to Nelson or something like that. There's no life for either of us up there, but mm-hmm. it's just kind of like... To be able to live in, like, a very modest house mm-hmm. and just, like, not have to worry about stuff is so appealing. 
Like, even though we do really well, it always feels precarious. Like, yeah. it always feels like we're just one lost job away from... Oh, big time. ...having to declare bankruptcy or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's... it's, it's it is t- Even for people who are doing well, it's a very tenuous thing. Yeah, yeah. So... So it's rough, uh, and I hope that people who are older and who are established are sympathetic. Yeah. I know a lot of them are not, but a lot of them, I think, are becoming more aware. So if you're an older person listening to this and you're like, oh, I didn't realize it was that bad. It's that bad. So listen when people are telling you it's that bad, because it is. Yeah, it's not just about avocado toast there, man. I like avocado toast. Yeah, me too. Like, if some someone it asked tastes me... tastes good! Someone asked me, would you choose the, like, avocado toast or a house? Like, and I'm like, well, right now, I can't afford a house. And no matter how little avocado toast I eat, I will not be able to afford a house. So I'm gonna fucking enjoy my life and eat some avocado toast. Exactly. So. <laughs> just this, like, it's such a law of... Is it, the law of diminishing returns, mm-hmm. is that the right expression? It's just, like, there's no... It's like, well, if poor people just didn't eat food, then they could save their money and have savings. It's like... That McDonald's uh, partnered with Visa and, like, created a budget for their employees. It's, like, income from first job, income from second job, and then, like, all of their expenses. Like, rent is $600. Like, where? Yeah. Where does rent cost that? And it was... It did not include food at all. It was, like, in their day-to-day expenses. Like, you'll still have $23 a day, but that includes all food. And it... it, Oh, there's no heating. It just says zero in the heating column. Like, Like, you won't... So if you live in a place that's cheap enough to pay for $600 rent, you will need heating. And you will also need air conditioning because you're in the middle of, like, bumfuck Idaho. Yeah. Where it, like, is a million degrees in the summer and zero bajillion degrees. Do they just assume that people will just eat food on their McDonald's shift? Which they don't really get for free, I don't think. I think they get, like, one meal. And if they're only getting, like, 27 hours a week, what are they supposed to do? God damn it. It just makes me so furious. Yeah. But what can you do? Like, we're just going to yell about it on the podcast. Like, yeah, stop I like how we're like, guys. let's talk about our fantasy apartment. We're like, ah, oh, the fucking real. But it's like. the that- real. This is the reality apartment portion of the yeah, podcast. Yeah, because that's why, like, we, this probably will never happen. Yeah. But it would be so nice. Well, you know. We've already started decorating it. In our minds. In our minds. I know what kind of light fixtures I want. We're going to fight over them. Well, I don't really give too many shits about light fixtures. Okay. That's fine then. Yeah. I just want, like. I don't want a leather couch. Oh, like butt sticks to I it. I guess. I just like that's why you have like a throw, and you put the throw over the. Oh, the throw that sticks to my butt. <laughs> Katie, your concerns are all about things sticking to your butt. Yeah, you well, don't understand. Your butt died, so you need to take care of it. My butt, my butt you is. You need to just, shroud it. It's <laughs> it's just it's a it's a effigy of my own butt that I'm carrying around. That's why it doesn't work because my butt died long ago, and I replaced it with a paper mache effigy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna burn it at the at the party at the end of the summer. Will you do Scandinavian minimalist kind of design? I like it in terms of a clean space, but yeah. it doesn't look inviting to me. I guess that's true. But it's like in a little studio. I like the fewer things for sure. We'd few, have to have yeah, fewer things. Definitely, because then it's like we don't need to keep our stuff there. Really. No, I mean books. Sure, like yeah. like. It's a place to have your library books, basically. Mm-hmm. And then, because then it's just like, oh, I, I shan't be down to the apartment for there. Can you run my books back to the VPL? Thank you, darling. Goodbye. Because <laughs> we phone each other all the time. Oh, yeah. I've never spoken to you on the phone. I've spoken on the phone like I mean, that's three lie, or four times, maybe. Yeah. But that's. I don't, I don't care for it. I don't either. <laughs> it's only for emergencies. <laughs> I like how when we talk to each other on the phone, we're very proper. Oh, quite. <laughs> I just really like that voice for some reason. It just feels good to do it. Hmm. But I love Fantasy Apartment. It's just, yeah. like, it really helps to get out of the headspace of, like, domestic boredom mm-hmm. and shit. And just, like, having a room of one's own is really exciting. I guess technically I do, but the rats live in it. 
So I don't really, like, go and chill in there. <laughs> if anyone's listening to that for the first time, that's a terrifying sentence. Yeah, I have, you have pet pets. rats. Yeah. pets. It's still a terrifying sentence for a lot of people, though. Yeah. They're like, Aah! and I'm just like, what? They're nice. Mm-hmm. Like, but they smell of pee. Yes, I know. So does every animal. I was looking at cats online on, uh, I'm opening up my, my butt zapper Are now. Are you going to put it on your body? I'm kind of thinking about it. Do you want to take a break and you can put your butt zapper on? How much time do we have? Like another 15, 20 minutes? Lord. Um, yeah, I'll put my butt on. We're back again. Katie's zapping her butt. Zapping that butt. Yeah, this is Ooh. definitely in a... Ooh. More more than the Dr. Ho, for sure. So maybe yeah. Orit, we should let her know about this particular thing. Yeah, I got this at the London Drugs, and it looks like... Uh, um, like the original series of Star Trek, they're communicators that flip open, <laughs> or like one of those like uh, Telestars telephone telephones cell phones telephones. I really fucked that up super bad. I was just <laughs> trying to remember the name of the brand because my dad had it like the first flip phone that you could get, Ooh, sweet. and it really looks like that. So and yeah. it also looks like a bit like a torture device. Yeah. So this looks like something that my uncle Phil would clip to his belt. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you can clip it to a belt, too. Oh, yeah. You, it's got, like, a little clippy Could doodle. you, like, walk around in the world with this going? Essentially, yes. I don't know if I would, but you can. Because I'm very sweaty when I'm moving through the world, and I don't think you want to sweat with electrodes on. Probably. Sweating with electrodes. Sweating to the oldies. I'm doing... It has multiple functions. It will do TENS, and it also does EMS, which is uh, electronic muscle stimulation. Ooh. So TENS is, like, something-something nerve stimulation. Sure. Something... Something. Yeah. That's <laughs> definitely what it means. So I'm switching... Woo! Switching modes is a fun time. They're like, what are you going to do to me? All right. So, switching this, switching to glide. All right. So we're, we are back on the CX podcast. Yeah, I'm just sending a current through my ass cheeks. Yeah, I'm really glad that, you know, you're able to have something that helps with your back pain because that's awful. Can shock the monkey. So to speak. You did so many song references in that very small chunk of time. I just have this tendency to talk to fill up time, which I think comes from podcasting. So it comes out when I'm on the podcast, too, where it's just like, don't let any dead air happen. Don't let any yes and everything. So just keep talking. And sometimes that makes for conversations that are pretty obnoxious in the real world. <laughs> like, you quote a lot of things. It's like, yeah, I do. Yeah, it's like... People saying, um, you just, <laughs> oh God, I saw <laughs> It just fla- it falls out of me. I don't mean for it to. I saw this video of like a 16 year old kid or whatever eating a hot pepper every time Ariana Grande said, um, in her, like some award ceremony speech. It was just the funniest fucking thing. Did the kid die? <laughs> I did. I couldn't watch the whole thing. He was looking so rough. Did you see, did you ever see the video of the two very attractive uh, young women who are like, we're gonna eat a goat, we're gonna eat a Tennessee ghost pepper. You've seen that? Where they go to the fucking hospital in the yes. end because it's so hot. Yeah. The fall from grace, like, I don't necessarily love watching people make idiots of themselves, but the confidence with which they approach this moronic choice <laughs> and how quickly they were shown to be fools and no one would shut the cameras off. Mm-hmm. Kind of loved it. Yeah, and they were just like snotting out of their every orifice. Everything was, was just a snot waterfall. It was really, really, really awful. And I don't love spicy things. I was, no. oh, that's, 
my friend Janessa, who is so good at picking a perfect day where I don't have anything going on. I would love to see a friend, but I don't feel like going out. She's like, mm, me come over now? <laughs> so uh, I'm always like, yeah, definitely come over. And she always wants to watch Key and Peele when she comes over. It's just like we have it perfect. on our media server. So she's like, mm, me watch Key and Peele with you? It's like, yeah, yeah. Is she like an adorable little anemone of some She kind? basically is an anime character come to life. I love her to death. We've been friends since we were 10. Mm-hmm. So long, long time. And uh, so she comes over, wants to watch Key, Key and Peele. She's like, ah, oh, there's this one. Oh, that's how she talks. It truly is on YouTube where they are with an interviewer and they have to eat progressively hotter wings Mm -hmm. and it keeps showing the Scoville scale on while they eat like the first one pretty is higher than I would ever want to eat in terms of heat and uh, they're like oh this is good it's like nice flavor and stuff and as the thing is like fuck you fuck you for making us eat this and do this (laughs) for being here we want to die right now like that's how hot (laughs) it got did I tell you I've met like I go to the hot dog place, mm-hmm. and it's the best place. I always wind up talking to someone there just because mm-hmm. it's such a social spot. Yeah. Like, you sit at the bar, and even though everyone's, like, watching baseball, mm-hmm. or, like, I have a book, but I just always wind up talking to people. And this one guy, he ordered wings, and I also ordered wings, so we were kind of like, oh, we'll share, like, a basket just for bones to, like, save space. Sure. And he ordered the actual hell, and he's like, ha-ha, that's funny. It's like, too hot. He, yeah, he was so confident about it. And so we were talking a little bit, and he started eating one, and he was like, oh, oh no, oh, I've made a, I've made a mistake. And if you finish the basket of actual hell wings, they put your Polaroid on the wall, like, that's how... That's how hard it is to that's finish That's how them. hard it is to finish, and, like, the waitresses were really... Because he kind of gave them a bit of attitude about, like, how spicy is this really? And they're like, seriously, dude? He's like, whatever, yeah, just bring it to me, it's great. And so he's just like, he got through two, and he was just like blowing his nose constantly, just like, Diane, I'm eating just, like, my peanut sauce ones next to him, just, like, loving it, loving life. Oh, my God, I hate spice as a demonstration of masculinity. No, but he really, but, like, he broke down, like, we were just, like, joking about, I was like, you just really misjudged that, and, like, then we just started talking about tons of other stuff, it was, like, a good icebreaker, but the same time he was just, like, crying, he, he ate four. <laughs> Did he uh, <laughs> did he end up getting a different wing after nope. that? No, we just nope. he was just like I am no longer hungry. I no longer can taste anything. I no longer wish to live. <laughs> I, like I offered him some of my peanut sauce ones. He's like I would not even be able to <laughs> to taste them. To be honest, right yeah. now, yeah. That was the same day. So I talked to him. Then I saw some friends of mine come into the restaurant. I sat down with them for a while, mm-hmm. and then I looked up at who was in line, and it was my friend from elementary school who wow. we used to play in the woods together. And I haven't seen him for forever. And I was just like, Hey, what the fuck is up? This is random. It was. That's so random. You always... That's, like, your little spot. I love that place. It's good. Yeah, he looked at me. He's just oh. like, Chris Jeppa, I wouldn't have recognized you. I'm like, yeah, you look different, too. And he, we both kind of looked at each other. He's like, we both got fat. I'm like, it's true. <laughs> did you? Did he say that or yeah, did you? he said He that. said we both got fat? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's kind of cute. I know. He could get away. He did get a little fat. Yeah. He's like, we got chubby. Yeah. Almost everybody I went to school with got fat. Well, that's what aging I is. I mean, but I've always been this shape. I'm just, like, slightly larger than I was yeah, then. I know. Exactly. Uh, I feel fine about it. It was a cute joke. It did not feel bad at, at all. No, me. I really... I, I realized something yesterday, like, while having a conversation, I was like, oh, I've actually made one step of progress in terms of my relationship with my body because I don't hate it anymore, but I'm no longer trying to love it. I'm just kind of like, alright, let's see if we can get to neutral ground. Can we get an armistice? Mm. Can we write a peace treaty between me and my body? And I'm, recently I've been able to look at it much more neutrally, where I'm like, 
aesthetically not digging it. Like the way it feels in certain places. Like the way it feels when my body's working and I'm moving through things. And I don't... The only time I really don't like it is when I'm trying to put on clothes and they feel tight and restricting yes, and yeah. painful and I feel bloated. Then mm -hmm. I don't like my body. But, like, uh, the rest of the time, as long as I'm, like, in good health, I'm like, this is fine. Yeah. This is what it is. I didn't come to impress anybody. I'm just here to be myself, right? Yeah. Like, that's all <laughs> right. I can do. I would love to impress you. If you like this, please tell me. <laughs> But like, you know, not from a moving car or something like that. But like, if we're if we're if we're tight, please tell me it's all good. Uh, but yeah, I, I I'm more like, you know what? We're all losing it a bit as time goes on. Like, and you have to work really hard to stay super fit unless you have the genetic blessing for mm -hmm. it. And I kind of don't. It's, yeah. Nothing's ever gonna get too bad for me. I don't think because we just kind of are stocky. Mm -hmm. But like, I just see. There are people that I went to high school with who have yo-yo dieted, mm. and Facebook has allowed me to watch like little big, little big, little big, little big, That's and how hard. That's frustrating that must yeah. be. It's hard on your body, and like in the end, when they do give up, it's like it's they're worse off for having done it all. So it's kind of like I don't really want to do that again. That I want to just keep trying to be fit. That was the big thing from my thesis, where it's like the things that we associate with overweightness, like heart problems and all that, it's actually usually not from being fat. It's from all the things that you've done to your body to try to not be fat. Yeah. But then you're still fat. Whoops. But you've done all this yo-yo dieting. That's what fucks your heart up. Yeah. So it's like, mm, like a person that's actually just been fat their whole life and doesn't do any of that is actually way healthier than someone that's like tried to do all these crash diety things. Yeah. I mean, so it's the shame and the stigma that makes people have health problems. Yeah. Sorry. So just be nice to everybody and don't fucking. Yeah. Anyway. You know, like there, are, it always comes back to, like just respect people, especially if they're your patient. Like oh, if yeah. somebody's like in a position of vulnerability, just don't be shitty to them and don't be like, "Well, this wouldn't be happening to you if you did this," because like that's like just world fallacy bullshit, mm -hmm. right? Like nothing bad would happen to you if you just behaved exactly the way you're supposed to. It's not how things work. Mm -hmm. So let's just be nice. It always comes back to that, yeah. right? Yeah. And I just love to eat, so fuck it. Yeah. Never gonna be skinny. Never. It's never going to happen. Mm -hmm. So, just be alive. Yeah. Do a good job. <laughs> be excellent to each other. Oh, yeah. That's, like, the thesis or, like, the moral of our podcast every yeah, week, be excellent basically. to each other. It's, uh, who is it? Anthony Oliveira, Ol Oliveira, who says, be brave enough to be kind. Aw, that's nice. That's one of my favorite little sign-offs that anybody does. He does it every night before he goes to bed on Twitter. Oh, that's it's nice. like, good night, everybody. Be brave enough to be kind. Wow, there are some people that are doing some good work on that Twitter machine there. <laughs> it's a pretty small number, though, if yeah. we're being honest with ourselves. Yeah. Oh, man. I've been, um, so you've been reading, and I've been not reading as much because I finished that Rome series mm -hmm. that uh, I've gotten you to start reading, uh, and I haven't found anything to replace it yet, but you should read guess, the books. I will. I will do it. I think um, you'd like it a lot. Did okay. it, I forgot if you answered me. Did you read Sailing to Serantium by Guy Gabriel? No, okay? I took it out of the library. Okay, I will give it to, to you on the way, because I, oh. I bought it. Or oh. no, I didn't even buy it. I found it in a book uh, book house on Gabriel Island. Oh, cool. So I will give it to you. Great, I'll take it. And it's very much the same thing as the Roman books where, but it's supposed to be like Byzantium. Mm -hmm. And they have like all the chariot things with the factions, the reds, the greens, the whites, and the blues or whatever. Yeah, I'm down for that. So, yeah, I think you would like it a lot, and it's all a humble mosaicist travels to the big city. Yeehaw. <laughs> I'm just here to make my mosaics, please. I didn't want to make any trouble. What you know about tesserae? <laughs> it's a mosaic thing. <laughs> it's like those little math blocks that we had to no, put together. No, like the little chips, little tile chips. I know what a tesserae is. 
a tesseract, if you will. I thought that was from... Tessellate. Uh, I thought Tesseract was from Marvel stuff. It is, but it's also a word. Oh, okay. Um, don't don't at me. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen any superhero movies at all. I haven't seen any movies at all this summer, and I actually don't care. Oh, yeah, it's they'll, good to not care. I saw out. Wonder Woman, and I didn't like it. Yes. Um, sorry. Like, I liked the first half very much, and then the second half wasn't good. Spin-off movie about all the Isle of Lesbos or whatever. Uh, please. Uh, Thymescria. <laughs> get, th- get your thighs tanned in Thymescria. Yeah. Uh, Thymascara? Don't care. Don't at me. Uh, and I saw <laughs> Baby Driver, and it was pretty dece. Uh, and I really wanted to see The Big Sick, but it was only at my local theater for a week. Oh. It was there for a week, and then I went to look it for the showtimes to go see it last night, and it wasn't playing anymore. So I was like, God damn it! now I have to drive to Coquitlam to mm. see it. Eh. So that's a bummer. But uh, yeah, so I, I didn't... And I've been sort of putting off reading this book because I don't often read physical books anymore because I just like to be able to read them on my phone. Uh-huh. It's super, super convenient, right? Like, no extra weight in my bag. Um, and then I can't, like, damage a book if someone's loaned it to me. But uh, past guest Jen Clark loaned me uh, Patricia Highsmith's The Price of Salt, which is one of the most famous lesbian books, certainly ah, from the mid-century. Like, it's that's from, what it is. It's published in 1954. It's the basis of the movie Carol. Oh! So, uh... I have seen that movie referenced a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I, I haven't seen the seen film, it, yeah. um, but I didn't realize it was, like, a... Th- it was meant, it's meant to be a bit of a thriller, like a chase, and it's... The, it's so tense, like, I keep expecting it to read, like, a Sarah Waters book or something, mm-hmm. which also often has that tension, but it's, like, very explicit and romantic, and this is... For the time, very explicit. Like, it's not like, they scissored like crazy or anything like that, but it's very <laughs> obvious that they're two women making love together in these hotels and stuff. Like, they're mm-hmm. having embraces of ecstasy and stuff like that. Ah, so yeah. it's like, it's not alluded to. Like, they're doing it. And they're like, this is making love, right? Like they, So it, it's, it's very interesting to read something that was written 65 years ago and be like, holy shit. Yeah, lesbians have existed for a very long time, mm-hmm. it turns out. Uh, Patricia Highsmith was herself a lesbian, but very closeted, I think. And that's why she released the book originally under a pseudonym. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, so I'm not finished it yet. It's hard to read, because it's, you know, reading about people who didn't have much of a chance. Yeah, do they... I guess that's... I don't know. Most lesbian books apparently end up very tragic, so this one... I don't think well. this one ends oh, okay. tragically. Um, from what I understand, it ends on a hopeful note, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that, but... Uh, there is a but lot it is of tough. peril. There is so much peril, and it's just like, can't they just be happy? And it's like, no, because then there's no book. I was... You ding-dong. As I was rereading all these Cushel books, like, there's one between book two and three... It's like, oh, you've done all this stuff, so you're going to get ten years of peace and whatever. Mm-hmm. And so then the next book starts with, like, well, that ten years certainly was really peaceful. And I'm just like, I want to know what happens in the ten years of peace. It was all just... And they describe a little bit, if she like, got through her Netflix queue or not. <laughs> but, like, I would totally read companion books, even if it was just, like, shorter versions, but, like, for each year of just... We just had fancy parties and a really good time and traveled a lot and studied. It's and like a Sofia Coppola book movie in a book. Oh, I don't mind if there's not a lot of conflict. I kind of like just I like tender that. domesticity. That's, and like... that's the reason that I like... Have you ever seen uh, Kiki's Delivery Service? Mm. The like, It's like a kid's movie, but there's no villain in it. Uh. It's like the villain is she gets depressed and has self-doubt. Man she's versus a, self. Because she's a teenage girl, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, And she's out on her own for the first time. But it's like she... It's not a problem she has to solve. She just has to get through it. Mm-hmm. And that's the plot of the movie. Is like, 
oh, she learns to become self-sufficient. I mean, that's enough conflict to make it, to drive a story. Oh, it's a beautiful story. Yeah. But it's like, it's like, yeah, there's nothing external that's happening. She just, like, has to put herself out there and mm-hmm. stuff. And it, so it's like, Aww. she goes, and when she does, she gets to, like, share a fish pie with a nice old lady and that kind of stuff. That sounds very suggestive, and it's not at all. That's rude. <laughs> but yeah, she's a little, she's a little witch who rides her broom and makes Aww. deliveries for people. It's a very cute movie, and you should definitely watch it. I don't, see, I like books like that, and I don't really like movies like that. It's very funny. Well, when you're sick, you should watch it, because that would be perfect for that. So I have this TENS unit on level three out of eight, and I am ready to tell you everything that I've ever kept a secret (laughs) in my life. It is so sharp and painful. Oh, no, turn it down. I thought you were going to tell me to turn it off. I would have been like, okay. Oh, my God. This would have turned into a very different podcast. Uh Uh-oh, this is the interrogation station. (laughs) (laughs) What can I get out of you? You have no secrets from me at all. No, I'm not a very secretive person. And like you said, you don't do anything that scandalous at all that I could even pry out of you. I don't. I'll try, to, I'll try to do something really naughty and then like, tell you about it. How am I supposed podcast. to live vicariously through you if you don't do anything cool? <laughs> I don't do anything cool. I don't do anything cool. Sometimes I drink a little too much. I mean, I've got that covered. Yeah, we're not wild, mm-hmm. it turns out. Well, I mean, you're pretty wild. Sometimes. You can be. I have, my, I have my alter ego. Is her name Sasha Fierce? No. Have you ever named your alter ego? No. You well, should. actually, yes. That's not my creaking planks name is Ludvika La Pearl. That's a pretty good. And so that's like my like Eastern European cellist thing. So yeah. that's sort of my stage. Come to the beer baths with me. Yeah, it's kind of my stage persona, which I'm gonna have to put that on tonight at ten fifteen. I've been having wine since two o'clock, so I can imagine that this is gonna go very well. Very well for, for me. Ludvika. Yeah, I'm probably gonna have a nap. Honestly. Most likely. And then, yeah, go rock out. With your cello out. Yeah. Between your legs, like a wiener. Rock out with my Glock out, but it's a Glockenspiel. Ding dong. Oh (laughs) my god, can you make that as a t-shirt for the Clerking Planks? Because I would totally buy it. Rock out with your Glock out? And it's just a picture of a Glockenspiel and two hands hitting it? Yes. That'd be so cute. (laughs) Do you even have a Glockenspiel in the band? Nope, not anymore. But you could. Yeah. Just get an elementary school kid to play it for me. (laughs) Come to the bar at 10.15pm, little child. Hunter, Archer, whatever kids are named these days. I know a few. (laughs) I know a couple Hunters. They're cute. Yeah. It's just Emily's kid. And Laura's kid. Oh, yeah! So one's a girl and one's a boy. It's perfect. Cool. Cool. Anyway. uh... Naming people is hard. We had to name characters yesterday, so it's like, we just really spun a wheel pretty much. We're like, that'll do. Like, the first one that didn't feel awful, like, don't overthink it. Just yeah, pick yeah, yeah. one. And you can always change the names later it's once true. you get actors assigned and they, if they want to take their own name or not. Yeah. Take your own name. That's fine. I'm excited to see what happens with your project. I really Summer, hope we get Summertime to... is a good time to pitch projects that you can start working on them in September, right? Yeah. Because, like, September is, like, new start time, basically. Yeah, like... I really, like, it's been sort of hard to keep shows organized in the summer. Like, I've been really busy just because I'm, like, LGBTQ, so I'm being asked to do a lot of Pride stuff. Mm-hmm. But there are not a lot of other, like, erstwhile shows going on. It's, like, a lot of the regular weekly shows are just, like... On shut... hiatus. They're either on, on hiatus or, like... They'll they'll cancel at the last minute, right? Like we had to cancel a show back in mm-hmm. May, I want to say, or yeah, something like that. May so, weekend, yeah. so like it's it's a weird precarious time, but I've been really active, so I'm kind of like, do I go harder in September? Do I just keep the keep the momentum, I guess, but just try to just keep making things, I suppose. I just always like making a new thing in September, mm. just because it feels like back to school. You're starting a new project. 
Well, let me put this out there on the podcast so it's on record, which is probably going to be regretful later. Um, but maybe we can make something weird for Sea uh, Hags, do like an audio play or something like that. I have like my whole list of like other random type episodes that I probably should have consulted when we decided to just do the two of us because we could have done something more conceptual than just rambling at each other. This is true. Well, you know, there's always the future. Yeah. So I've got I've got like five different other things that I want to try. For okay. Sure. Well, let's let's say we're going to do one of those in okay. September before I even look at this goddamn list. I'm committing. Okay. All right. This is how you get. This is how you learn to do stuff. Is you just do it. Yes. And we did promise ourselves that if you say it on the podcast, we have to make it. We have so... to do it. To a point. To a point. There's. But a that few... seems reasonable to yeah. me. Yeah. One so... conceptual art piece in September. Conceptual. I'm a theater artist. <laughs> conceptual podcaster. Oh, God. I was like, we could do a meta podcast episode where we just talk about other podcasts. Like, Katie, that's our regular that show. That is just our regular show. We're very bad people and we should go to jail. Okay. Okay, bye. Bye.